0: Two friends, communicating, laughing, talking, curing the world's woes. Yep, that's what Vicki and Deborah do whenever they get together. Would you like to hear their conversations? Please join in to, nobody asked us, but, conversations with lifelong friends. Enjoy. Episode 5. The Great Electronic Divide.
1: Hello and welcome to Episode 5 of Penny University's ongoing series of Nobody Asked Us But. Now, I first want to thank everyone for listening to Penny University. Penny University has several theories, and so I kind of want to just touch bases with that. You know, um, go to our Anchor webpage and check out. We have Our Investigation, Our Truth, A Torn Heart. Now, those, um, when you listen to those, those might make you angry or help you understand loss or, you know, just kind of stir those emotions. Then there's moments on the skin and backbone of the band that are just informative and very entertaining and lighthearted. I really like them. So please go and check those out. And um, always, always listen, then like them, then share them with your friends and family. Share it on your social media, that really helps us out um, because we are, you know, um, computers, mics, and offices. I mean, I guess, you know, we are a grassroots effort at podcasting. Uh, And uh, I want to remind you, if you have any specific questions, comments, suggestions, um, want more info on, or just want to say hi, please email us at Penny University, all one word, P-E-N-N-Y-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y, at protonmail.com. And we're always looking for some great series that we can work on and dive into. So we really would like your suggestions as well. Okay, so... Let's get on to episode five with uh, Nobody Asked Us But, and that is myself and my best friend, Vicki. Um, Deborah, if you don't know who I am, if you're just starting on our fifth episode of Nobody Asked Us But, I'm Deborah Finkston, and I'm uh, in Arizona sitting in my office, and my best friend, Vicky is elsewhere, so introduce Vick.
2: Hi, I'm Vicki and I'm based in, uh, at the moment, I'm in Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Canada. And uh, I also spend time in San Diego, California. So, yeah. yep. So now I'm in up north.
1: And, and you actually, be, before we hit record, we had great conversations about brushing your teeth. And <laughs> how- <laughs> Which I, did, which I did
2: before this recording.
1: Yeah, we went from brushing your teeth to discussing death. Don't, don't ask us how, but you know <laughs> that's how our conversations go. We're pretty interesting. <laughs> so, podcasting is conversation, and on this podcast, um, our conversation is a little different. We've been talking in our previous ones about things we like from TV shows, books, uh, other podcasts. Well, in this one, you're going to listen to a conversation um, that Vicki and I've had a couple of times before on other subjects. But um, we just—I just thought it was super interesting. So I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to know more about it, or if you have an opinion, again, share it on Penny University at protonmail.com, and maybe we'll share your thoughts. That would be um, really good. Well, this episode is completely uh, my pick, my subject matter. I, I texted Vicki. I said, what about this? I want to talk about this. And she always says, great. I don't think you've ever said no.
2: Nope, I haven't.
1: Yes. Yeah. Not yet. A good thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. She doesn't have a problem telling me, you know. I don't want you to assume that. That's not, that's not it. Um. I have worked in education my whole career, has been in some form of education, whether it be middle school, high school, college, graduate um, studies, graduate programs. Now I'm working in the public library setting and I'm designing classes there and working on things. But I also, like all librarians, have to do some time on what they call the help desk, you know, where you can check in and check out books, ask questions. Um, libraries are changing, which is a whole other podcast. And there are tons of library podcasts out there, a really good ones. So I, I do some Google searches on that. But one of the things that the library has become is a computer space. We provide computers and internet uh, for people. Internet is outrageously expensive, especially if you are on a budget, and not everybody can afford that, and so we have, in the library, we get a mix of people. Well, since COVID hit, the thing I complained about in school was the electronic divide of my students. And that's what this whole podcast is going to be on, is the electronic divide. And with the recent COVID and seeing the people come in desperately to the library because of the electronic divide, it has made me um, angry at sometimes. It has made me sad. Uh, it's made me wonder, how can we change this? So that's what our subject matter is on today, is the electronic divide in our society and there's the haves and the have nots and not that either one is I'm not criticizing either one it just is what it is but we have to address this in our society I believe you know we have elderly people that come in and they don't even have a A Gmail account or an email account. They don't have one. And the world is pushing them. Doctors anymore communicate via email. Um, Insurances, email, job applications, online. Um, Everything is online. And if you don't even have an email account, you don't know how to turn on a, a laptop. You don't even own one. Then all of a sudden you're forced, everything is there. Taxes are there, everything. And then through COVID, everything has become electronic. And we have people, and it's not just elderly now. We have people coming in that are financially strapped. They can't afford internet. They can't afford a laptop. Um, They may not be completely computer literate. Language barriers are, are awful. Um, with all of the schools doing the online thing, um, we've had students come to the library and have to sit outside the library because our Wi Fi goes out to the first parking lot, first, you know, parking, car parking. They sit out there early in the morning to try and get their homework done on cell phones. You try writing a paper on a cell phone because the school ran out of laptops, or they ran out of Wi-Fi because you know um, their family can't afford the internet. I, you know, I've seen that. Um, I I have seen um, homeless people um, try and do stuff on the internet. I have seen um, people in and out of prison. You know that have, that have just come out of incarceration. And they don't have any of that and they're trying to get it set up. And I used to completely bitch and complain when I was teaching high school how the administration was trying to force us to do everything online, parent-teacher conferences, all of our assignments. And I had a third of my students that didn't have laptops at home, that didn't have the internet at home. And I would go round and round with my administration. No, I am not going to do it. When I worked in colleges and universities, they were always wanting us to convert everything to online. Everything has to go online. Well, you know what? You, if some things can work online, I mean, we're having this, well, we're not having a conversation. I'm on a soapbox. Vicky will speak up, I'm
2: sure. <laughs> but no, I, I don't, you're, you're right on all points, Deborah. I have, I. You're absolutely right. And we'll eventually get around to talking. I mean, it's, well, it's a symptom of, uh, uh, you know, a, lo- a larger problem. Oh,
1: but- yeah. But, you know, they force it online. And I have taught online. I'm, I, I mean, I'm in designing classes right now, uh, literature programs online, lecture programs online. But as a college, Professor, as an adjunct professor, as an English teacher, a high school English teacher, you lose personal touch. You lose um, in-depth conversation when you lose the classroom. And then what it does, everything is online. For those that can't afford it or those that don't have it for those that don't understand it you it, it's this big chasm of separation right and
2: they they get left behind and typically if they've already been marginalized now they're marginalized even further
1: oh yeah look so look at the grocery store it forgive me on the cuff it pisses me off every time i go in the grocery store I mean, I use my price card, you bet, and I, have, I go on and I do my digital coupons, right? Um, but that is, first of all, data collection, and that's a whole other podcast we could talk about is electronic data collection, which is a stinking um, horror film. Um, if they, they force you to have all of this electronic going on, Well, if I don't want to do it, then I don't even, my bread goes up by 20 cents. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, okay, there's my soapbox and I'll keep, you know, I can keep going. (laughs) Share your two cents,
2: Vicki. Well, you know, you know, and, and COVID has really brought this I mean, this, this digital divide, you've been seeing this for years, Deborah, because you've been in education for so many years and you've worked at the library now for a while. So you've had a front row seat and, and watched this for a long time. And, and with the advent of COVID last year, now everyone uh, is, it, it has had a front seat to this. Um, and not just the digital divide, but we'll we'll stick to the digital divide because that's what this topic is. But there, but this this pandemic has revealed many other gaps um, that we need to address. But the you know the underlying issues with di- the digital divide. How how does it happen? It's uh, socioeconomic differences. Um, you know there there are people who can't afford the internet. Yes, it's costly. Um, and don't have the technology, don't have the equipment. And this isn't just an issue in the U.S. Um, Globally, um, and I just listened to another podcast where this was discussed. But uh,
1: (laughs) um, uh,
2: 40% of the world is still not fully online. Um, and uh, on the continent of Africa, that number jumps to 80%. So this is a global issue. It's not just one in the US. And for those who have online technology are able to get online like, like us, um, you tend to forget how many people still can't. Um, but but COVID has really hit this home. and. In my own family, we have two adult children. Our, our daughter and her family live in Tennessee. Our son and his family, they live in Southern California. And they have had very, my and we have five children, or rather five grandchildren. I was going to say, well,
1: what, no. did you have kids since the last time I saw you or what?
2: Yes. So our, our three California grandchildren have all been doing school online because that's uh, in California's public schools, that's what has been happening. Uh, our two grandchildren in Tennessee who both go to private schools, they, for the most part, uh, they, they were on lockdown initially last March, like everyone, uh, but then they were their schools were able to go back uh, to resume in-person uh, teaching Because as private schools, they are funded, they have the resources to uh, have teachers set up with PPE and follow uh, safety protocols, reduced class sizes, et cetera, et cetera. They were able to do that. Uh, so, So those grandkids have been back in school for most of the school year, whereas my three grandchildren in California who go to public school, they've been all online. Um, and my eldest just started college last fall, and, and that's been all online, which with uh, co- college, a lot of college has been online for a while. That's not a new concept. Uh, but for younger students, you know, elementary school, I have one grandson, he's in elementary school, another that's in middle school. Um, they've been online, and that's really been a challenge for them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, thankfully, my daughter-in-law has been able to stay home with them because that's the other issue, right? Parent, somebody has to stay home with the kids and it's that issue, that challenge has landed predominantly with women. Women have been um, exiting the workforce f- uh, from COVID in droves. Uh, it has disproportionately impacted women. Uh, so uh, my daughter-in-law has has become uh, a de facto teacher um, with my grandsons, and the technology. Even though their schools do provide Chromebooks, um, you know what their school district had to figure out was, um, you know, how to have so many kids on Zoom without the system crashing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. the technology, the issues have been huge. Um, and, and you
1: know, um, The schools have been giving out Google Chromebooks, which are paperweights with the, without the internet. So you can't yes. even work on a Google Chrome unless you have the internet. Let's say yes. you go to the library just to submit your homework, but you can't work on, on a paper or math or anything on a Google Chrome without the internet. It's a paperweight. Right, and you know that's a problem because at the same time, Google again is gathering all your data. You know, Google's a monopoly. Yes, <laughs> you know, it, yep. it's, um, it's pretty crazy. Um, and we've had long talks about this at the library, and I, I try my best to keep the positive on the on the side. Um, we have seen. Yes, you are correct. Uh, predominant women staying at home because of that issue or older siblings having to help their younger siblings yeah. um, quite a bit. And I'm not, honestly, I'm not saying any of that's bad. Learn how to help others, right? Um, we have, I, I love a father that comes in. They looked at their budgets and it was better for the wife to stay working, and for him to come home, and I think that's wonderful. Uh, I I pray and I hope that, and I think I've seen a little bit of it that families are realizing. You know what? It's nice to have a parent at home. um You know, wow, we can give up this stuff, and we're getting to know each other more. We're getting to do. I actually talked to the dad one afternoon and he was saying, um, we've been having picnics in the backyard to break up, you know, eating inside. And, um, you, you know, so I'm, I'm, I know that domestic violence, we hear that from the media is growing, but so is, you know, the media is a negative machine. Um, they live on negativity. We have an attraction of, to, you know, we wanna hear negative stuff. Um, but on the other side, homeschooling is growing, and I'm not saying that that's always good, but I homeschooled for a while. Um, private schools are growing, and honestly, with what's happening in our public schools, and you know I've complained about public schools for years. Um, recently, some legislation has gone through, um, as an example, in Illinois, Um, where they're pushing certain agendas that I don't agree with in the public school system. And the podcast that I was listening to, the woman that I was listening to speak, um, the woman said, well, how can we help? Can we go to school boards? And she said, we're past that. And I thought to myself, you know what would, would work? If your public school is not doing what you want it to do, go to your synagogue, go to your church, go to your mosque, Go to, you know, go to your place of faith and demand that they open up a school. You know, it used to be synagogues taught reading that, you know, they were literate. Mm -hmm. Male and female were literate in the synagogue. Um, Go to your church and say, we need a homeschooling group, you know, because we need guidance here, or we need a small private school. Because public schools will only change when they are hit in the pocketbook. And if 30% of their students leave, then that school will change and start teaching, reading, writing, and arithmetic along with art and music and forget all this other bull crap and, and get busy. But you know, the other, thing is security, and I know I've kind of beat it with data, data collection, stuff like that, but I have had people come in on our public computers in our library, and they're working on their bank statements, they're working on their taxes, they're working on uh, their doctor um, information, and I had a woman walk up to me uh, the day before yesterday and say, well, how secure? I have to go on and do and I said it's not.
2: It's, yeah, it's a, there's
1: zero control here.
2: Yeah. Pu- public Wi-Fi and any any uh you know, not you don't even have to be a really good hacker. <laughs> no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that that information, you're you're making it available to anybody. And it's uh, out there and yeah, they have
1: so no dangerous. Choice, no choice yeah. whatsoever. Um, And she just looked at me and honestly, she didn't cry, but her eyes filled up. And she said, I don't have a choice. And I said, I get it, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she said, we also at our library have Chromebooks and uh, Wi-Fi hotspots to check out. The waiting list for those hotspots, you know, if you get on the waiting list, you're looking at, I don't know, two months to get one. And then you have it for three weeks. Um, and, you know, she just said, I have no choice. This is what I have to do. Um, the app, you know, people coming in to try and do job applications that have are clueless, they, you know, they have a hard copy resume, they have, you know, and, but they, they are, they just do not know how, and then, you know, um, I had a younger person who works in the library say, well, they're going to have to learn or they won't get a job. And I said, you know, that may be true, but there are still a lot of jobs out there that do not require huge um, computer technology. And it's an interesting world that we live in. I don't, I, it's, you know, what do you say what do you do i mean we're blessed that we we have this technology i mean we're doing this via electronic right we're on right that. doing zoom yep
2: yeah. yeah and you know and it's and it's i mean in our case you know we we live too far apart to to meet in person anyway even without COVID. i mean we right. would be doing this regardless and um
1: it's a blessing you know my yeah. only son lives in south korea and we can you know, we FaceTime, and uh, where before, my gosh, that would have been
2: right. Yeah, but but I agree with you, Deborah. I think I think the biggest impact has been our our kids uh, missing so much in person school. I mean, uh, my my youngest grandson in California is was able to finally return to school two days a week for three and a half hours each day. Um, He's been doing that now for several weeks, but my middle schooler, and this is his last year of middle school in, in the fall, you know, presumably things will get better with COVID. Now the vaccines are being, um, you know, really helping to bring numbers down, you know, theoretically in the fall, he may be able to return to school, but he's going to start high school. He's going to be a freshman in high school. Um, And and, you know, the only good news about that is he's not alone. You know, his whole eighth grade class has been online. Right. So he'll, he'll be starting ninth grade, you know, in that new environment without the benefit of having had social interaction during his eighth grade year, along with everybody else in his right. class, they'll all be in the same boat. That's and the best news hears- about it that-
1: Yeah, some teachers have stepped over beautifully to the online scene, and some have not, and that's not not, uh, based on age. I have seen some teachers, honestly, I've seen some teachers, um, older teachers that have just done great, and some younger teachers that have failed. (laughs) Um, I have five grandchildren up in Minnesota, and they are like completely, you know, online, the baby isn't in school, but the four, um, my beautiful daughter-in-law, uh, she, in one week, she counted up between the four of them, 72 Zoom meetings.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. How
1: do you schedule that? How do you do that? She said their internet used to drop constantly. Um, and the younger teacher that was teaching my youngest grandson got aggravated with the students. Like, why don't you... And, and, He was so stressed out by it all. My two oldest uh, grandchildren that are in South Korea, they were under complete lockdown. You know, and that was high school. And they said there were a couple of classes that the teachers were like, just do this worksheet. But they don't even know how to do the worksheet. My oldest granddaughter is um, living in a small apartment above my garage, going to college. But let me tell you, she left South Korea graduated on you know and then came over here to go to community college she's never been in a classroom she has no idea what a college classroom is like and she is thinking about not going back she's she said you know what I think I'm just gonna get a full-time job for a little while because this school is, isn't working and it wow. just makes me cringe it yeah. makes me cringe it's like Sweetie, this isn't how college classes fully are. But that's all she's known. And some of the professors at the the grade, right? some of them have not. Sure. And, and you know, I put, I am not one of those parents or grandparents that, you know, I've said to her, hey, have, have you, you know, tried to go to their online learning center? You know, um, well, did you get your butt up? Did you get your homework? Done? You know, I mean, I'm not into that it's always the teacher's fault. That's not true, but yeah. If this year has been completely interesting with with online,
2: yeah, yeah, my eldest granddaughter is in her first year of college as well, and and yeah, it's same thing. It's been online, and our daughter in law told us that uh, they are going to start uh, opening the campus to some in person stuff in a week or two, and it'll be the first time she will be able to meet. A college counselor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, and that'll be her her first thing to do. So, I mean, but she's she's still she she, as far as we know, she still plans to continue to go to school, and she's cognizant that this isn't the way college really is. <laughs> um, but uh, my um, my I have two older nieces, um, one of whom. Uh, she and her fiance are back in Ithaca, New York. Her fiance uh, transferred to Cornell University. He's uh, studying cyber intelligence. He wants to get a job at the CIA when he graduates. It's, he's going to have to
1: get the military experience. He's
2: <laughs> a he's a veteran. Oh, uh, so, there so <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's a veteran from the Marine Corps. So we're not going to
1: say anything against Marines. Wants a Marine.
2: Well, what, part of the reason they chose uh, he chose Cornell is because they re- have a really good veterans program there. Lots, lots of support for veterans. But, but he's, he's, they've been there since uh, last fall, and it's been all online as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, ugh, at that level, uh, you know, you, you want to have an in-person experience. So hopefully he'll be able to, um, in the fall, Uh, go to actual classes Um, and my other niece is an elementary school teacher in uh, Fort Worth Texas and um, and that has been hybrid she she has been able to do some in-person teaching but also um, online and um, she was a teacher for a time in California and that was all online Um, so you know and again she her She's newly minted. She just graduated from college uh, last May, maybe, maybe a year ago, two years ago. Maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember now. But, uh, but, you know, but te- lear- teaching online was not part of the curriculum.
1: No. It was, it's not. And they're trying to, I'm sure schools are. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I think that's going to be re- reconsidered now. <laughs> they never
1: taught classroom management either. And so yeah. we older teachers, you know, the administration would bring these brilliant young teachers that have these great ideas and all this energy that could not control a classroom for the life of them. So then they yeah. would bring us over to, you know, bring them under our wings. And I always felt like school and education was not age discriminatory. Well, that kind of leaving a little bit because, you know, they have to pay us olders with skills a little bit more money Mm -hmm. and they're trying to cut corners. So, you know, they hire, but, you know, I live right down the street from Emory Riddle aeronautical university and they have a global security. That's pretty, um, Meaty as well. They call it the Jesus program, which cracks me up. Uh, So, but private university, they have had classes, I think they only had one semester that there weren't students on campus. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And they have a very active uh, way to check for COVID and to deal with COVID. And um, my husband works for Embry Riddle um, and that. They've not really had any um, issues because you know they've been doing really well with their um, steps. Um, so I just I I just find it interesting that as, you know people will see kids walking around with their cell phones, but you know a lot of times they're almost like dummy phones. Um, you know, they can make a phone call, but they can't really go out. You know, it's, it's a different type of thing. I've had students sit down and their phone's just really not, it's almost for the um, look that they have a cell phone because it looks cool, hmm. um, or, or they can only make a phone call from it. Um, which, funny story again, elect, this is electronic intelligence divide on the other end. We at the library have a phone that the public can use for a phone call if need be. You know, it's not just to sit there and gab. And I've had students walk up, kids walk up, and they'll say, do you mind if I use phone? Absolutely not. Just dial nine away for the dial tone. And they stare at me blankly, <laughs> right? And then I have to remember, oh, yeah, they don't know what a dial tone is.
2: They don't know that. Right, yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> OK, and then I'll say, well, OK, so I'll help you. Is it a local phone number? what yeah. they don't you know because they don't get because you can call anywhere from yourself yep. and so okay so is it a 928 number oh no okay so then i'll have to help you because it's long distance if it is a 928 number you don't have to put 928 in what <laughs>
2: you know? There's, oh. right, there's all these rules with landlines that yes. just don't exist with mobile exist. phones.
1: And so it makes me giggle every time, you know, and so I help them, and then I get their phone number dialed, and then they do great, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's just so funny. They lo- dial tone. What? What? And I, I mean, my phone, if I want to call TJ, I don't know TJ's phone number, TJ's TJ, you know? Yeah. If anything happens, which I would love to get rid of my cell phone, other than FaceTime, because I want to see my, you know, but I don't, I, I don't think I could call anybody. I don't know any yeah. number anymore. I know mine, but.
2: <laughs> well, well, really, our smartphones have become our handheld computers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what mine is to me.
1: That's um,
2: exactly what it is. Yeah, and um, and our ca- we manage our calendar on it. My husband and I have we can see we share the same calendar. So you know whether it's on his phone or my phone, we can see all events on it. So if he's trying to schedule something like somebody to come over to to fix something, he can bring up the calendar and he can see you know, a good time. Um, so, you know, emails, texts, phone, uh, the occasional phone call.
1: <laughs> well, let's, let's take a break with with discussion on the cell phone. And I will tell you, uh, Vicki and her husband are extremely um, electronic literate <laughs> compared to me. So let when we come back from a break, let's talk about the computer that we hold in our hands for a few minutes. Okay. So we'll take a break. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Take a breather and then come back to Vicky and Deborah.
0: There are tons of podcasts out there. You have options. Penny University is truly a podcast with value and we strive to share great true stories. Some are plain fun, some might bring a tear to your eye and maybe even make you a little angry. Listen to them all. Please listen, like, and share. Head over to our Facebook page. See who we are. And thanks for listening. Would you like to communicate with Penny University? Send a suggestion? Send a comment. Ask a question. Please feel free to email Penny University at protonmail.com. Penny University: one word at ProtonMail.com. We'll love to hear from you.
1: We're back from break. And um, maybe you got a couple glass of water. Maybe you got a glass of wine (laughs) to put up with. Or both. Yeah, or both. Yeah. You could drink more wine if you drank more water, I guess. Yep. Um, I wanted to step back. We ended with, you know, Talking about cell phones, which I think you know is a better description when you said a computer in your hand. Um, yeah. I don't touch anybody's cell phone. We have a lot of people that come into the library again saying, again that electronic device. I don't know how to fully use this. Can you help me? Um, I don't understand this, and I won't touch it. And yeah. um, people will ask me why. And Several years ago, um, I was teaching high school, and, you know, the whole cell phone thing in a classroom is, is interesting in itself, and that's a whole other discussion, <clears throat> but the school district itself brought in some uh, attorneys to talk to us about cell phones, and they basically said, don't think of it as a cell phone. Think about it as a personal computer. hmm and teachers are required reporters. So if we see abuse, which happens sadly, if we see something, we are required to report it. Right. So let's say a student came in and um, they were playing on their phone, and I confiscated their phone. And that night, their parents are angry at them and they confiscate their phone and they start looking at their phone and they're sexting
2: with a mm. person
1: and they're minors. I could be questioned and investigated as to why I didn't turn that in. Mm. Even though I don't know the student's password, I didn't go on the phone, you know, I am still responsible for that, because I had it in my possession. Mm. And this attorney was saying, you know, do not have them, you know, you, you know, a lot of times teachers will say, well, who are you talking to? Or the student will walk in and say, Oh, look, so-and-so is sharing this. They said, just don't send it to the administrator who is protected more. an average teacher but really would you take somebody's personal computer and you know keep it you know would you 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 know it's all of those same laws and
0: yeah
1: if somebody is arrested their phone becomes charges you know the police Mm -hmm. everybody will look at that phone and that what is that ever on there becomes charges so I won't touch them. I, I just won't go near them, you know.
2: Yeah, that's that's wise. Yeah. And well, it you know, even between, you know, my husband and I each have a mobile phone and that's and that's all we have. I mean, we we don't have a landline up here in Vancouver Island or in Southern California, and we have an international plan where we can use our phones no matter where we are. It's the same and it's the the same monthly fee for month to month. So we don't have to worry about, oh, we're here in Canada. Are we going to run out of data, et cetera? It's in none of that. It's, it travels easily back and forth. And, you know, and even when I, you know, we, we, we have organized our phones differently. So, you know, I don't, I don't know where apps are on his phone and vice versa, you know, and he doesn't want to go on my phone.
1: I Um, I remember having a conversation with Bruce that
2: he told me he thinks that you have yours arranged so on. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. And, and, well, and what's interesting is, um, um, Apple did an upgrade. I don't know if you, um, if this is true for your phone, but, um, you know, the, the current Visual. I'm gonna hold my phone up to the camera just so you can see. So I have these, all these little, you, you know, categories.
1: You can those because, you okay, know, right.
2: Yeah, I, I, we're, we're on visual. Okay, so I only have one. My screen. You know how you can swipe and swipe and swipe yeah. and see apps. I don't have that. That annoys me. So I have my apps grouped. You can yeah. create groups of uh, like I have a category called food, health home automation, lifestyle, news and radio. So I have apps for each of those categories and I just tap on the category and I can see all those apps and within that window.
1: So it's a filing cabinet.
2: Yes. Within that window, I can swipe and see multiple apps, but that's, so I have a filing cabinet with multiple drawers for each of the categories, right? So um, Apple now has a new uh, home screen look, um, where not all of your apps appear, and uh, only the most pop- popular ones do. And you can oh. modify the.
1: Hey, as we're talking, let me say, hold on. <laughs> hi, hi, Tate. Let. How are you? This is my grandson, Tate. I'm recording a podcast right now, beautiful, and I'm, do you see my friend Vicki on my laptop? Uh-huh. Okay. Hi, Tate. <laughs> so, Tate. You are in a bowling alley, it looks like, yeah. and I, oh, I can hear the pins, and I love seeing your beautiful face, but I am recording a podcast, so I'm going to have to let you go, but can I tell you I love you to pieces? Call me later, though. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> well, there we go.
2: That's One so cool. Beautiful
1: event.
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the the short the short part of this is my husband prefers the new layout uh, that Apple introduced, and it's optional. I guess you don't need to have it, and I don't prefer it. I prefer my current layout because that's what I'm used to. Um, so it, you know, so it's just a matter of preference, right. but yeah, we we don't, and the and our kids know um, if they want to get a hold of us to contact me because I have my phone on, on on me. I usually I don't have it with me, but my the pants I'm wearing have have a pocket, but yeah. normally I have a clippy thing on my phone so I can clip my phone to my waistband um, because I don't like, you know, like you have some sort of a Fitbit gizmo on your wrist. It's a Garmin. Right. Okay, what, I'm sorry, Garmin. Okay. And we're not getting paid to name these names. No, we're you know, not. we not. But we I don't. do
1: like Garmin better than Fitbit, but go ahead. Right.
2: But I, I don't wear those, I that, those bug me. Uh, so I just use my iPhone's health app uh, to track my steps. Well, and um, you
1: know, I have a lot of friends that have the Apple Watches now.
2: Yes. And, and
1: yep. honestly, phones and Apple Watches and all that, I, I'm having a conversation with you, you know, quit looking at your watch, you know. Yeah. The other day, um, my husband and I were sitting, we ha- were having breakfast at a local restaurant and I looked out, there were two tables that were having conversations and there were three tables, and they're all social distance, but there were three tables that people were sitting there on their phones yeah. I thought, how would take a conversation? And then I think, that is so disgusting. And I go to say something to Jerry, what's he doing?
2: He's so, on his phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, I must be a Neanderthal. I don't know. Can we? You know, I do not carry my phone around. I do not. You know, oftentimes it's in the other room. Um, I don't know. I.
2: But I, you I, get a lot of texts, Deb. I, uh, you know, I we, do. We haven't been together in a long time, but when you know, when you you guys come over to visit us or we see you,
1: constant.
2: Yes, your your phone is going off.
1: Yes, and a lot of that is because. Um, not only do I have the podcast going, I also, you and I sit on the board of a nonprofit.
2: Yes, yes, I we do.
1: a lot of text for that situation. Ugh. And, and I will, here's another, dear old Facebook, do, we should have just on my, how I despise Facebook. That would be a really good one. Um, I sit on the board and I am part of the administration for the Facebook page. Facebook has now connected our pages. I cannot get rid of my personal page without it affecting the board's page.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Our, our business that's
1: thinking, right?
2: That's not good.
1: No, it's ridiculous. So we no. yattled on, and we could yattle. I could yattle on this terrible soapbox for a long time, but
2: yes. Can, yep. let's give. Okay.
1: If I, I probably have one more negative. If you have a negative, let's shoot it out so then we can end this podcast with a positive. On a negative. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't want to end on a negative.
1: I'll, I'll find a positive. Um,
2: so, yeah. And to, just to warn our listeners, we have no solutions to these issues. Okay. We're just... <laughs> um, we, uh, um,
1: I, I ask people... After you listen to our podcast and like
2: it and share it, <laughs> and, and send us an email, let us know send what you think.
1: Yeah, please um, turn it off. Turn the blue screen off and go outside. Your mental health will be blessed by it. Yeah, I
2: yeah.
1: I believe that electronics is killing us. (laughs) I, I, you know, there's a lot of things killing us. Uh, You know, I'm not saying it's the only thing I'm not, you know, but I believe the electronic divide in our society has led to so much negativity and violence and um, aggression. And we, you know, that That's a whole other podcast just talking about the the negative production of social media um, and media in general. Please close your computer, put your phone away, um, and spend some time with living human beings.
2: Well, especially um, in places where, you know, if you're just coming out from lockdown Uh, or, or you're, or you're still under strict protocols, you know, those human connections are more important than ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, so, so hopefully, um, you know, we haven't been back to Tennessee to see our grandkids um, since this, since 2019. Um, And we don't, we don't know when we're going to go back to see them again. But, you know, if you're able to see, people, then, yeah, put your phone in your pocket and engage with the human beings you can see. Um, And, uh, and yeah, you know, and whatever your outdoors looks like, you know, obviously be safe, but, but get out there, whether you live, you know, in the mountains, near the beach, in the desert, there's, there's beauty around us. And spring is coming. Uh, we start of spring just happened on the 20th. So wherever you are, hopefully the weather will improve.
1: Do you have one positive thing to say? That was pretty positive. Well, that
2: was positive. Yeah, that counts.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to just say I, I, um, just take calling on FaceTime was a positive. I mean, that, that is a beautiful experience. Um, to be able to stay in touch with, with my grandchildren, with my um, son, with my, uh, with Shelby and Albuquerque, you know, that's a beautiful, beautiful event, Um, but there is, and you, you know, we used to get together at least a couple times a year, and um, I love being able to see your face, but I miss sitting in the kitchen with Bruce, and having a glass of wine and laughing and gabbing. And I just miss the hugs and the atmosphere and the laughter. So,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, we do too. Yeah, yeah, we're, we, you know, we haven't been able to do any of that.
1: Yep. And,
2: uh, but we will again.
1: Yes. I just, I just pray that we in our society will help those that don't have the opportunity. And, mm-hmm. um, if, if you know somebody that, you know, needs help with setting up a Gmail, check, you know, or I don't just say Gmail, their email, check with an elderly person. Can you help them so that they can communicate? Um, you know, maybe let them come over to your house for a cup of coffee. And in, on your secured internet, they can do their banking, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. That would be good. Well, yep. thanks for spending time with us. Please continue this ride with us um, as we are learning technology, as we are moving forward with our conversations. We hope to cover what is going on in our heads, hearts, and lives. Um, Until next episode, please be strong, wise, and safe.
0: Thank you for being part of Nobody Asked Us But. Please listen in to our next conversation. We hope to cover what is going on in our heads, hearts, and life. Until next episode, be strong, wise, and safe.